Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Thank you, and welcome to this week's new Christian podcast. I am so grateful that you're listening and that you're subscribing. Uh, And please leave a comment on my social media on facebook.com forward slash Preacher Jim C or my YouTube channel, Preacher Jim C. uh, As we continue the new year of 2021 with our podcasts. Today's podcast will be the last In our theme about shame, Uh, we'll be discussing something new next week. And stay tuned for a new topic uh, on the New Christian Podcast as we address uh, God's Word. But this week, we're going to be looking at the last in this theme. And it is redefining shame. Redefining shame. We're going to look at... Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verses 8 all the way through chapter 2 verse 15. So we're going to re-examine or reevaluate what shame is and how we address it from a biblical perspective. So let's go ahead and start in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and read through a portion of this and see what Paul is trying to help Timothy with as Timothy redefines his shame or re-examines it and re-evaluates it. So let's read. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has served us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life to the, to, and immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. That is why I am suffering as I am. Yet, this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. What you heard from me, keep as the pattern 
of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. In this time of mourning and persecution, right? This is what Paul is telling Timothy. In this time of mourning and persecution, Timothy may have been afraid to continue preaching the gospel, right? His fear was based on fact, really, because believers were being arrested and executed. You see, Paul told Timothy to expect suffering. Timothy, like Paul, would be jailed for preaching the gospel. But Paul promised Timothy that God would give him strength and that he would be ready when it was his turn to suffer. Even when there is no persecution, think about this, even when there's no persecution, sharing our faith in Christ can be difficult. Unfortunately, we like Paul and Timothy can rely on the Holy Spirit to give us courage. Don't be ashamed to testify of your personal faith in Christ Jesus. Let's read on. Then he says in verses 16 through 18, Paul is addressing examples of disloyalty and loyalty. Verse 15, you know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including Phygelius and Hermogenes. May the Lord show mercy to the household of Omniphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, Paul says, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on the day you know very well in how many ways he had helped me in Ephesus. You see, then when we see Paul appeal, appealing uh, for a renewal in chapters two, uh, chapter two, verses one through thirteen, and in verses eleven and thirteen, we see this happening in the text, and it says here in verse verses 13 through 11, where he also quotes his letter to the Romans in, from, from chapter 6, verses 3 through 11. So Paul here in verses 11 through 13 of chapter 2 of 2 Timothy is quoting his Romans, chapter 6, verses 3 through 11, when he says this, 3 through 11, uh, 11 through 13 says this, where he also quotes his letter. Here is a trustworthy saying, he says, if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will disown us. Verse 13, if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown 
himself. You see, so this is, ref is a reference to the believer's union with Christ in his death on the cross. You see, although we are called to endure and be faithful, salvation does not rest ultimately on our faithfulness, but upon the perfect faithfulness of Christ. Remember verses 19, it says this, Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with his inscription. Quote, the Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. So then Paul closes our text here with his message on how to deal with false teachers. Verse 14, keep reminding God's people of these things. Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. And verse 15, verse 15, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Amen. You see, this is a picture of a man dressed... Picture this. Here's a, here's a good illustration. Picture this. A man is dressed in an orange jumpsuit with cuffs on his wrists and ankles. He is flanked by uniformed police officers. We might see him as a dangerous criminal, right? But if, he held, but if he's held between two black-hooded ISIS militants, we might see him as a martyr. It's the picture to the illustration, right? The same situation can be a cause for shame or honor. It can be both, right? Shame or honor. Depending on whose interpretation we accept, right? This is the essence of Paul's message to Timothy. Paul was wrestling against the shame of his incarcerate, incarcerated status. In verse 15, Paul is reminding both Roman and Jewish officials that they had treated him as though he were dangerous. Many of his fellow Christians, influenced by public perception, have subsequently turned away from Paul. So I want you to hear this. Hear this for me today, friends. But when Paul raised his eyes above the world's view of his life, he saw God smiling on his chains. Amen. In God's economy, these were chains of honor, proving his love for Christ and commitment to his gospel, to Christ's gospel. So as long as he held on to a heavenly perspective, Paul could resist the world's shame. We can do that too, folks. We can resist God's, we can resist the world's shame and hold 
close to the heavenly perspective of God, enduring the world's shame and redefining its code of honor didn't come easily, right? Notice in chapter 2, verse 4, Paul says this, No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. See, as, as, a, as for Paul and Timothy, it required a minute-by-minute minute reality check looking to their commanding officer, Jesus Christ, for approval rather than to the surrounding civilian population. It was like dancing to a different rhythm than everyone else. Thankfully, Paul was not alone. Others, like Timothy and Onephorus, shared God's value system, and their support was invaluable. We see in chapters, chapter 1, verses 12 through 14, and chapter 2, verses 8 through 13, the foundation of Paul's confidence was the Father's faithfulness and the Son's example and the Holy Spirit's help. Paul encouraged Timothy and us to join him in suffering for Christ. If we endure, we will reign with Christ and receive the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Folks, that's how we redefine worldly shame. We rely and we trust on Christ. Maintaining a heavenly perspective while living in an earthly body hasn't become any easier in the years since Paul the Apostle. We need regular interaction with like-minded believers to help us stave off the shame of modern society that puts on each and every one of us Christians. I would encourage you today to look for a church that encourages you and proclaims Christ without shame and without apology and offers Christ-like fellowship. My friends, that is how we redefine shame in a sinful world. We look to Christ for the example. I want to thank you so much for listening to me uh, this week on the New Christian Podcast. I look forward to bringing you a new topic next week as we look to the Bible for the answers to a sinful world. Have a blessed week. I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, links, links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day. Thank you.